G'day everybody and welcome to What the Dictator, the podcast where we talk about dictators. I'm Rossi and that's LK. Hey mate. How's your shit? Uh, look, it's good. We're on the precipice of a Biden victory, which is good for humanity. And uh, yeah, we're just we're just getting it done today. You? Uh, same, getting it done. Mm, except that you're going to High Point and having a Palmer, which is same but different. Yep, going... Back to the shopping centre just because I'm frothing it after not being able to go for so long. What do you buy? Uh, look, I have nothing to buy this time, no reason to go there or buy anything. So You're going to be like one of those old ducks that just goes window shopping. Yeah, I am. I am. Get a coffee. Sure. Maybe some dumplings for breakfast. Yes. Dumps. They don't make dumplings. Like Northern Hemisphere dumplings are not as good as Southern Hemisphere dumplings, I'm calling it. Really? Mm, yeah. In America, they do this stupid thing where, like, there's just Asian food restaurants and it's like, mate, Asia's a really big place and you're going to need to, like, you know, get down to brass tacks on, like, is it Vietnamese? Is it Thai? Like, what? Uh, it's a lot of things. Really? They just lump like, it all together? Yeah, they just put a bit of chicken in some noodles and are like, here, that's Asia. And you're like, mate, no. Yeah, America. Yeah. Anyway, that's a different podcast. Yeah, maybe that's um, China's problem with them, those Asian food restaurants. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's the reason for all the hullabaloo. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, speaking of noodles, on this episode of What the Dictator, we are going to find out some info on Benito Mussolini, the prime minister and fascist dictator from Italy. Mate, that was the best segue anyone has ever done. I quote, oh. speaking of noodles. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a bit of a stretch, like Asian food, noodles, pasta, Mussolini. I don't know. I got away with it. Okay, before you get too into it, though, yep. do we prefer an Asian noodle or an Italian noodle? Oh, I mean, I am hands down Italian. Really? Oh, I would eat pasta every day of my life if I didn't look like the side of a house. Wow. I was not expecting that from you with your Asian lover. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Still Italy for me. Yeah. It has my heart. Yeah. Shrimp scampi all the way. Yeah. In fact, some kind of pasta, tomato, cheese situation would be my death row meal. Wow. With a sneaky red wine on the side. Yeah, probably. And garlic bread. Oh, garlic bread and some kind of maybe like calamari entree. Oh, and that um, that thing they do where you get the balsamic vinegar and the oil and then you dip the bread in it. What do they call that? Yes. Fuck, Italy. Get it done. Okay, so Mussolini was born in 1883, which makes him a really old bastard. <laughs> Jesus. And he died in April the 28th, 1945, one day before Hitler committed Harry Carry, as my dad would say. (laughs) Oh, did he also commit Harry Carry, or is that a a spoiler? 
Um, it's not a spoiler. I'll tell you how he died. He died by firing squad. Oh, that's not the one you want to pick, right? No. So um, shit gets real for Benito, but more on that later. So he was the inventor of fascism, apparently. Can you um, explain to me in a sentence what fascism is? Because it's one of those words that people throw around. Yeah, I know, but it's just basically dictator. Yeah, okay. Just like doing whatever you want and making everyone else do whatever you want. Hang on, let's have one quick look at the dictionary. It's a form of far-right authoritarian ultra fucking <laughs> Alice. Too many long words here. Um, let's go to the next one. <laughs> okay, this is better. A government governmental system led by a dictator having complete power forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism. Oh, fucking pop-up. Go away. <laughs> Regimenting all industry, commerce, ETC, and emphasising an aggressive nationalism and often racism. So Trumpism is what you're explaining to me. Well, funny you should say that because I kind of picked Mussolini this week in a little nod to Trump because uh, there was another prime minister, Italian prime minister, named, I can't remember his first name, whatever, I can't remember his first name, Berlusconi, and he was a media mogul turned prime minister, and he has some striking similarities to Trump. Oh, what's he doing now? Oh, I don't know what he's doing now, mate. He's, well, he's not the Prime Minister anymore. I never know what questions you're going to ask me and I try and be prepared, but I never am. He's still alive. I was going to say the name sounds like one I've heard on the news. So Yeah, he was he was the Prime Minister from 1994 to 1995 and then 2001 to 2006, 2008 to 2011, so kind of recently. Jesus, that's a lot of turns that he got. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, that was an aggressive yes. <laughs> well, it's because I keep fucking up your shit. I am going to sit here patiently and listen to your story. We never do podcast re- recommends on this podcast, but um, there is a podcast, kind of new one from Wondery called Bunga Bunga, and it is on Berlusconi. And if you're into dictators, which you might be, or mad bastards, then you should listen to that. I think I'll listen to that. Yeah, it's quite good. Yeah, good one. Thanks, mate. Anyway, back to Mussolini. So basically, he believed in an ideal Italian man and he wanted to abolish elite upper class power in Italy. Okay. I have questions, but I'm not going to ask them. So just keep going. Uh, <laughs> no, you can ask them. Well, was his ideal Italian man him? Uh, yes, it was kind of based on his father. His father was a blacksmith, um, a working class man, and so he didn't want his working class mates to live for the rich. He wanted to change the way working class people in Italy lived. That's really nice. Mm, yep, it is, but this is, he gets into a little bit of trouble mm-hmm. once once he gets to the, the top spot. Yeah. Does happen, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, and it is a good idea to want to live like that. And it's kind of the same as like, I don't want to contribute to corporate greed, but also I like a Gucci bag. Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard to be a responsible citizen these days. Yeah. It's it's a fine balance. Mm. <laughs> so 
Back to his childhood. So his dad was a blacksmith and his mum was a teacher. Oh, that's um, he's, like poetic. Yeah, right? His dad also did a bit of moonlining as a socialist journalist. Huh. And he spent all of his money on his mistress. So he couldn't provide some pasta for his family, but he was more than happy to go and spend money on his mistress. That's bullshit. Mm, yep, yep, yep. So this is also why perhaps Mussolini is trying to emulate and create this perfect Italian man, but his blueprint's not very good Yeah, his father. Yeah, because his father sounds a bit shit. He is a bit shit. And then Mussolini t- turns into this shit kid who has a habit of stabbing other kids at school. I did read that. Very stabbing. <laughs> so he got expelled from two schools for stabbing kids. Wow. I think he stabbed one kid in the hand and then another kid in the eye with a pen knife. Oh, my God. You can't stab people in the eye. Yeah, I know. Oh, no. That's, do you reckon eye's worst place to get it? I mean, other than your throat, I reckon your eye's the worst place. Yeah. Probably don't want it anywhere near your genitals, though. There's lots of bad places. Oof. Oof. Stop it. Yeah. Armpits wouldn't be great. Anyway. No. Any questions about any of that? Well, I was just thinking about, like, it's a good thing he was born so long ago because if he had have had access to guns, he might have been shooty and that would have been um, maybe worse. Yeah, that's true. Automatic rifles, not great when it comes to Mussolini. Yeah, agreed. Hitler allegedly adored Mussolini and he told his mistress Claretta that Hitler had tears in his eyes when the two had met for the first time in 1938. What the dick? So like Pol Pot, Mussolini becomes a teacher. Why? I'm not going to say anything because I'll get myself in trouble. Well, I I know you can't see this, but I rolled my eyes after I said teacher. Yeah, good. Okay. (laughs) It just seems a bit odd that these men who want to teach and um, contribute to the world in a meaningful way then turn out to be dictators? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking men. Fucking men. (laughs) Turning into a man-hater podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, anyway, okay. So he's a a teacher for a couple of years and then he um, goes to Switzerland and he has nothing to his name, no money, but he has this Karl Marx medallion which he carries with him to Switzerland. Oh, that's romantic. And Karl Marx is the kind of like the king of communism and he wrote the Communist Manifesto. Yeah, producer Robs, I mean, he would kill me for saying this, but he does like to spout some Marxism every now and then. Really? Mm. Yeah, we get, we keep it in check though. Well, that's what all these mad bastards like believe in, this Marxism-Leninism shit. <sighs> yeah. I know. It's because, like, it's kind of a good idea on paper. Oh, producer Rob just poked his head in and laughed at me. (laughs) (laughs) Can hear you, Kenny. Yeah. I just came home and I feel misrepresented. (laughs) (laughs) Cameo appearance from producer Rob. Yeah. Um, I think on paper it's a fine idea-ish, right? Like if, if it hasn't been trialed, you're like, oh, yeah, everybody should have equal amounts of everything and we all work together on all the things and then everybody's the same. It just doesn't work that way in reality because of dick. Exactly. Well put. Thank you. Um, Mussolini also studied some other philosophers, including 
I hope I say this right, Nietzsche? Yeah, Americans say that one way and we say it another. I would, Yeah, I would say Nietzsche. Have you watched season three of The Sinner? No, I've not watched any of The Sinner because I think it's too scary. Oh, no, it's not scary. Are you sure? It's not scary. It's suspenseful. Okay. It's very good. You should watch all three seasons. But the third season is um, about Nietzsche and so no spoilers here, but, um, yeah, watch it. This is the thing with Jessica Biel. In Sinner, she's only in the first one, right? And then I think she's just a producer on the other ones. Gotcha. Okay. But it's the same cop. What's his name? Someone Murray or Bill Pullman? Same cop. Bill Murray? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just a combination of those names. Yeah. <laughs> we just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Um, so Mussolini, he didn't really follow one philosophy he picked out different aspects and he chose what he liked but he didn't he didn't stick to one yeah why would you life's a buffet yeah (laughs) life's a buffet so in 1904 he I don't think I told you what year he left Italy but it was in 1901 and then in 1904 he returns because he was kicked out of Switzerland oh for reading too much yeah for being a, a social shithead yeah, because you can't really be stirring shit up in Switzerland because they won't have it, will they? Yeah. I mean, he learned a lot while he was there. That's where he got a lot of information. And then when he comes back to Italy, he still stays in contact with those people so he can stay up to date. Yeah, yeah. Good job. For lack of a better explanation. So then when he comes back, he's a political journalist and a public speaker. Ugh, why can't I be a political journalist and public speaker? It looks not that hard. <laughs> well, in 1904, I don't think it was. Yeah. <laughs> He also gets a job as a schoolmaster, but he only does that for a little bit, gets a bit bored, and um, he thinks, fuck this, I'm going back to be a badass because it's heaps, heaps more exciting. Yeah, and heaps sexier. You probably get more women. Yeah, well, excellent segue because in 1909, okay, you're going to be outraged about this, he fell in love with a 16-year-old girl who turned out was one of the daughters of his father's mistress. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I know, right? Oh, and they didn't know that at the time? I think they did. Oh, no, guys. Nah, nah, nah. I know. So the mistress, his father's mistress, was a widow. So presumably this daughter is not his father's daughter because then it would be his half-sister. Yeah. Look, I'm sure genetically it's all above board, but it's still not okay. It's not okay, is it? Mm. Ugh, gross. Then he, he does go to prison many times, but it's around this time that he goes to prison and guess what he does while he's in prison? Um, starts a newspaper. Yay, he does. So Um, And this one is called, I'm going to say it in Italian, don't come for me, La Lotta di Classe, which is the class struggle. Ooh, I like that. I knew you would. Yeah, that's really good. And then he gets out of prison and becomes an editor of another socialist paper called Avanti, which means forward. Uh, so then he condemns Italy's involvement in World War One. Okay, because he, why? He doesn't want to go to the war. He doesn't think Italy should be involved in World War One. Yeah, and it wasn't his idea, Probs. Yeah, 
Um, but then he does backflip on that and he writes a lot of articles and speeches supporting the war. But, okay. Yeah, and then so then he quits the paper and gets kicked out of the Socialist Party. Right, because he's actually a fascist. Yes. So this is the thing. He just has so many contradicting things. Like one minute he's saying we shouldn't go to World War One, and then he's saying we should go to World War One. gets kicked out of the Socialist Party. He's got nothing else to do, so then he goes to war himself. Mm, okay. Okay. But next minute he's wounded and he comes home. Ooh. Cannonball to the groin or something probably. <laughs> well, critics of Mussolini say that his injury was not that bad and, and others say that, you know, he was destroyed for the rest of his life because of his injury. Mm. So this is when he starts on his journey to power mm. and he does lots of theatrical speeches and they're full of contradictory opinions, wrong facts, malicious and misdirected attacks on others, which also sounds like someone who is current leader of the free world. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Also, I'm struggling to visualise Mussolini. I'm just going to look him up. Okay. he's um He doesn't look very Italian. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at him. He looks um like your average CPA, you know? It's like... <laughs> you reckon? Yeah, he's just like... I do. Like, if you drew a picture of, like, your average middle-aged white guy, it's Mussolini. I mean, they are all black and white, to be fair. Yeah, that's true. I think you'll be disappointed with that description of him because he wants to be the ideal Italian man. So, for me, that's kind of, like, Fabio-looking, like, long black hair, tanned, chiseled jaw. (laughs) Yeah, not like... I mean, there's nothing wrong with this guy. He's just very normcore and I'm going to forget what he looks like as soon as I, like, stop looking at him. Yeah, yeah. Which is not what you want if you want to be an all-conquering dictator. You know, like Stalin is kind of not attractive but striking and memorable. Yeah. He could have – it's it's hard because the facial hair thing had already been done. He could have worn different hats or something. Bow ties would have done it. Anyway. Bow ties, that's what a, a leader needs to get on. <laughs> Yep. I'd actually like to see Bojo adopt that. That would be amazing. He could get away with that. He could because he's like a mad bastard in a funny way. Yeah, that's great. We should talk to him. After serving time in prison, Mussolini became very claustrophobic and only liked to hang out in big rooms. I con Nick. Okay, so after World War One is when Mussolini gets uh, serious about his political career. So... In 1921, he finally gets a seat in Parliament. Okay. But it's only because the Italian king, Victor Emmanuel III, dissolved the Parliament because there was growing violence and chaos in Italy. So he dissolved the Parliament and then Mussolini gets himself a seat. Oh, so he just kind of threw out that one and started again. Yeah, just was like, this is shit. Let's just repaint this thing. Yeah, you didn't stay in the lines. Stay in the lines? (laughs) Like we were in the lines. You used oh. the analogy and I was like, oh. okay, I'm with you now. <laughs> so then it only takes him, this is 1921, it only takes him a year to become the prime minister because he declared that only he could restore order and he was given the authority. Wow. Easy as that. Just that easy. Um, so then he sets about dismantling all democratic institutions and by 1925 he'd made himself a dictator. I mean, mate, I can't get anything done in that amount of time. 
so right. Three years and he's um, yeah, running the show. Yeah. And I'm still working on like the same set of blackheads on my nose, you know? <laughs> but in terms of deliverables, he did reduce unemployment, which made him very popular among the Italian people. How did uh, I won't ask. I have no idea how he reduced unemployment. <laughs> Maybe he just made new jobs. Right. Yeah, you're right. I don't have the mechanics of government, Italian government in 19 fucking 25 in front of me. <laughs> Why do you think I am? What do you mean doing? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And then in 1935, he gets his first kind of memorable moment being a dictator because he invades Ethiopia. What? What? Which, I mean, yeah, it's like taking candy from a baby. Like they have no, like their military cannot stand up to Italy's. They're a third world country. Anyway, he invades Ethiopia, but he gets noticed by the other lads, i.e., Hitler. Yeah, the lads. Yeah, that'd do it, wouldn't it? Just like sneaky invade something that's like in the scheme of things not that important and then uh, go and show them what you did. Yeah, exactly. It's just like a case study, right? Yeah, yeah, it is a case study. <laughs> so, yeah, he's in politics for ages, blah, 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 let's get to World War Two. Mm. So Mussolini was not originally a fan of Hitler because – Mussolini's not into racism, kind of. Yeah, he's just into making everyone the perfect Italian man. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a little bit of a grey area. But in 1939, Germany invades Poland and Mussolini's still on the fence as to which team Italy is going to pick. Oh. But when Germany invades Denmark and Norway, he was like, righto, I'm on board. Yeah, because he's like, well, they're clearly the winners and I'm a winner, so I'm going to be on that team. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, it is logical. By 1943, so, you know, he's the Prime Minister during World War II, 1943, Italy decides this bozo is not going to win them the war, so he's voted out by his own Grand Council. Oh, I'm sure he was, like, not into that. And so- no, he was not into that at all. And then um, he goes to meet the king. This is when he's getting sacked by the Grand Council. Goes to meet the king. He's leaving the king's office. And as soon as he gets outside, he's arrested. Oh, what a. Oh, wouldn't you just like see the guy coming up to you with the handcuffs and your stomach would like fall out your asshole? You'd be so nervous, I reckon. Yeah, you just. You try and leg it. Yeah, but you couldn't. You'd be surrounded. Oh, I don't know why I feel for him. He's clearly an asshole. Yeah, exactly. So then Italy does some secret t- peace talks with the Allies and Hitler hears about it. So he sends in the Germans and then ends up there ends up being two separate little Italys. Get it? Like <laughs> I did get it. I made a face. Oh, okay. Like a good face or like a funny face? face. I, really, I had visions of like gelato and those big slices of pizza and shit. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Oh, that was that was a failed joke. But no, it, was really, it was really good. It was really good. So this is good for Mussolini when the Germans come to town because he's on their team. Yep. Essentially he's rescued by the Germans. Yeah. Okay. Mm. That's complicated. Yeah. So, he, he, yeah, he was a bad guy and then turns out to be a good guy again when the Germans come to town. Anyway, 
And then he creates the Italian Social Republic, and this is when he starts to exterminate thousands of Italian Jews. Mm, like in that movie, Life is Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good movie, but really sad. It is a really good movie. It's so clever. I know. That's the only thing I think of when I think of Mussolini because I sure as shit don't remember what he looks like. <laughs> you remember Life is Beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> I mainly remember about that movie because before I saw it, I saw that guy accept the um, Oscar and he was like the most excited person ever to win an Oscar. <sighs> Yeah, he was all like gestury and bowy and blushy. Yeah, and he, he was like screaming and running up the aisle. So excited. <laughs> oh, I love that guy. Anyway, what happens now? And then once the Allies invade Italy, he tries to flee to Spain with his lover named Claretta Petacchi. Peta, Petacci? <laughs> Claretta. Yeah. But he doesn't get very far. And this is when he is executed by firing squad. Oh. And Claretta, what a fool in love. She throws herself in front of him to stop him being killed. But, mate, it's a firing squad. (laughs) Oh, that's so romantic though. Yeah. And Claretta is not the potential half-sister. This is a different lover. Oh, different lover. Yeah, it's all over. It's all over Red Rover. Fuck, what a dickhead. What a dickhead. I've got a couple of famous quotes here from Mussolini. Uh, The first one is, it is better to live one day as a lion than a hundred years as a sheep. Oh, I actually do like that. but I know, it's quite good. Yeah, it's very murdery though. (laughs) It is. And then I think he said this one quite early in his political career. He says, a nation of spaghetti eaters cannot restore Roman civilization. Oh, ouch. Ouch. Yes. Rude. Yeah, but, well, historians interpret that a few different ways, saying that he is insulting the Italians by calling them lazy spaghetti eaters, but also other people say that he was trying to appeal to the rest of the world and international audience of Italy being a tourism nation, but he wanted them to be seen as more than that. I mean, he went the wrong way about it. (laughs) He really did. He really did. And as soon as he became mates with Hitler, woof. Oh, yeah, it's all over. I also read uh, that he wrote a romance novel at some point. Did you read that anywhere? No, I didn't. Yeah, it was called um, The Cardinal's Mistress and it was a historical fiction set in the 17th century. Wow. I think he really took his you know, his dad as the role model, like he took it too far. Yeah. Yeah, you can take things like that too far. (laughs) Becoming a fascist dictator to honour your father is a few steps too far. Yeah. yeah. But that's all I've got for you. Should we do first dates? Oh, yeah, mate. Okay, Rossi, you are going on your very first date with Benito Mussolini. Where do you go? What do you do? And how do you get out of it? Okay. Obviously, it's a romantical Italian-themed dinner. Yep. We're in Venice and we're on the one of those boats. Yes, iconic. Yep. Oh, no, wait. First, we would go to dinner and I would have all the pasta. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And the calamari and the garlic. Yep. 
and the yeah and and the red wine and i get a tiramisu oh oh and you get like fresh pepper on your shit yeah all the things all the italian things yeah. um and then we walk down and we get on one of those boats yep that's hot we're paddling in the boat and he's telling me a nice romantic story <sighs> yep yep and then i would somehow attach like anchors to his ankle and then I'd push him out of the boat and he would drown. Oh, my God, you're murdering him. Yeah, I'm murdering him. Oh, my God, in Italy that's so, like, romantic. <laughs> it's quite poetic that he is, is killed in a romantic situation that he is trying to live up to his whole life from the example that his father set. Yes. Also, I may get cancelled for this, and also I've never been to Italy, so I don't know for sure, but isn't the water in Venice, like, pretty rank? So he might just be able to fall in and die of disease. <laughs> That's true. I don't think he'd die of disease if you just fall in. But, um, <laughs> yeah, okay. It's a tourism hazard, I would imagine, because I bet people fly those boats all the time. Yeah, I bet they fucking do. Have a few too many um, Chiantis. And then uh, straight over the edge. What's a Chianti, mate? Oh, mate, it's a subtle red wine. And I know that because Rob's family is a little bit Italian and they say things like Chianti. Oh, okay. Well, that is Benito Mussolini. Good job, mate. I'm, um, I'm just sort of struck by the romanticism of his life in a strange way. And also, um, Apaz, he was obsessed with uh, the book version of Les Mis. <laughs> Super romantic guy. I mean, that kind of aligns with his ideals because they're people that, uh, you know, rise up. Yep, I think that's it. Thanks for listening. See you all of a sudden. Bye. Hey, Rossi, guess what? You're mad and I'm not. Haha. <laughs> no, we aren't journalists. No, we are not. Sometimes... We get confused with the facts and our accuracy is not always on point. Agree. If you have questions for us or comments about anything we cover, you can get in touch with us on our email. Hello at lkandrossi.com or you can check out our website, lkandrossi.com. Love you. See you all of a sudden. <laughs>